This is Kate Beckinsale. You're listening to Beckinsale. All the leaves are brown. All the leaves are brown. And the sky is smoky. And the sky is smoky. We're gonna make some picks. Gonna make some picks. Some of which are hokey. Some of which are hokey. Some films got pushed back. Some films got pushed back. Some bad bombs were made. Some bad bombs were made. Autumn movie preview. Autumn movie preview on Bacon Cell today. Wow, that's we lost it at the end. Yeah, yeah, we, oh, we built up to nothing. Uh, uh, and also, today, we went, we there we go. A little too long on the, on the music there. Sorry. That's all good. I should have timed that better, guys. It was so fun. But welcome to Big I'm Joel. I'm Ken. And I'm Zach. We'd like to thank you for listening to our last show, our Grim Outlook show. Yeah. It was a good time. <laughs> yeah, it's a TV show, Grim. Grim. Yeah, yeah. It's funny. Grim. Yes, thank you, uh, Jessica Terry, for joining us. Yeah, it was uh, fun. And, and sharing your fandom with our listener. A fandom which many people share. Yeah, she wasn't Question alone. Mark. A lot of people were like, pretty jazzed on this episode. Yeah. We had some really good comments, including very simply from Jonathan Vascar, who said, Grim is one of the greatest series of all time. B- what? M- what? That's great. That's a lot of hyperbole. Yeah. <laughs> then Tehoa says, I like this episode. I won't be watching the TV show. Too scary for me. However, I did like learning about it. There we go. That's you what you we learned do. a lot of a foreign language, that's for sure. Well, she, goes, burp, 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 she does go on to say Zach's pronunciation of the many Vessin is worth multiple listens. That's great <laughs> stuff right there. Nicole D. Hale also says, I bet if you put all of Zach's German words in reverse, you'd get Megadeth's recipe for coleslaw. Oh, delicious. Mm. Right. And then finally, Shannon West says, we love Grimm! Exclamation point, exclamation point, exclamation point. Nice. We've watched the series twice all the way through. I miss what? it. Original TV is hard to come by anymore. It kind of is. It's yeah. true. That was a destination TV hey, time back in the day. Did you say Shannon? Sure did. Did you say Shannon West? Shannon West. Shannon West is a new patron of Bacon Sale. Hey, Shannon, Shannon West is an is an I am the listener patron. And just in wow. case you, you, you can't see that, but we all raised our hands. We did. Yeah. We did. It was great. Uh, so she gets uh, merch uh, from our store at tpublic.com slash bacon sale. She also gets to request a show topic and possibly even join us for that oh, episode. fun. And we also had an upgrade by a patron. Nice. Uh, Jake Hunter went from a tier two to a tier one patron. Well, because he is tier one. You're obviously. all tier one to us patrons, yes. but thank Thanks, you. Jake. And he now gets a t-shirt and access to uncut episodes of Bacon Cell and behind the bacon posts where you get to see kind of how we do things in a roundabout way. Yeah. Random conversations we have and whatnot. I don't know if this is incriminating, but remember, if you do sign up for a different Patreon tier or just sign up for Patreon in general, you instantly get access to everything we've ever posted. Yeah. Yes. All, so all, those all the old bacon bits, which are more timely, but very goofy. Or, or the video content, wallpapers, yeah. anything that's been yeah. posted for less than one chicken, <laughs> for the less than the price of one chicken sandwich per month. So you just don't buy one chicken sandwich each month, and you can afford uh, access to all the bacon bits because it's on a three dollar deal. You get access to all those extra episodes of bacon bits. Love it. More chicken. One of which was just recorded out. without power. Yeah, oh, yeah. <laughs> worst one yet. We went full scream queen with that one. Yeah. We did. Yes, but uh, that's not what we're talking about today. What are we talking about today, Zach? We are talking about something that may or may not exist, which happens a lot on Bacon Sale. We're talking about autumn movies and, well, and previewing them. Autumn movies autumn, sounds like a real not boring movies, thing. Movies that are coming out in the fall. Don't but make this like the fall, winter show. Well, it's fall winter because the thing is, autumn movie previews sound much better in the song than yeah. uh, end of year I, movie I, Maybe preview. that's why it's in my brain. Yeah. But this, this, is, this our, is our fall movie preview. Yeah, this is we're looking ahead at, through the end of the year to see what movies may come out. 
Question mark? Yeah, we have no idea. We don't know because uh, as we're about to talk about, we discussed some of these back uh, on our summer movie preview at the beginning of the season, you know, summer season. It's a real bummer. We talk about these movies and we're like, cool, I hope to see this in a month and a half. Yeah. And then I can put this behind me and look forward to the next one. Now it's like, and then when it gets delayed four months or if it's James Bond, it comes out in 2027. Yes. We have no idea. So there will be some repetition here. It, but it, that's what happened. Yeah. No, you look back at a couple... Uh, uh, fall uh, was it spring or fall? I can't remember which one. We did a movie preview and stuff got uh, killed because some, of the pandemic. Summer. <laughs> and then we did another one, and we did another one, and mm-hmm. did, we keep repeating some things because they keep getting pushed back. So, uh, for example, uh, back in the the early stages of 2021, I said I wanted to avoid or I wanted it to flop. I said F9 yeah. was one of my ones. I said, and I did avoid it. It was released though. It was released on June 25th, and it has made. $704 million so far Stop at the it. box office. That's so nuts. It didn't flop, which is okay because I also said... made that much money? I said it was going to be the biggest box office of the summer, and it was. So wow. props to me. Because um, we're also, officially declaring summer wait, over. Are you patting <laughs> yourself on the back again? Yes. <laughs> Good job, Joel. Well, this is disappointing. Uh, I said I wanted to avoid... An, or I wanted to flop. I'll just say that. He's All That. Uh, which was released on Netflix on August 27th. Yeah. It's not getting good reviews. So right. box office is going to be We knew here. it wouldn't. We saw the trailer. It was so bad. Yeah. I said Little Mermaid, which... <laughs> I think you you made up Little Mermaid. You said no, no. that this movie would come out, and I think they're filming it now. No, they just actually... They just completed filming. Okay. Uh, well, they completed filming on July 11th, mm-hmm. 2021. And I, when I said this, we were all kind of like, there's no way that's going to come out then. Right. No way. And sure enough, it did get pushed back, and no new no new release date has been announced. I said Cruella wanted to flop. Yep, and I did, saw it. Did it? Uh, yeah. I mean, you could say it gained. Uh, it made two hundred twenty four million dollars against a budget of two hundred million. But they don't release their but premium it was also access released, numbers. It just barely got released on on regular Disney. Yeah, uh, but it was it was the thirty dollar premium access Disney Plus for how what? much money wow. they spent on songs alone oh in that gosh. movie. But yeah. it is greenlit for a sequel. Yes. so it did oh, fine. No. That's did, did, well, you know, I, said, I said the same thing. I didn't want Cruella to yeah. do well. And, you know, we saw it wasn't good. Yeah. But. Well, and then my last one uh, for flopping was uh, Space Jam, A New Legacy. Speaking of flopping. I have still avoided that one. Thank you. And But it was released and it made $151 million against a budget of $150 million. So $1 more so far. <laughs> and what do you think? Maybe six subscribers to HBO Max yeah, for that movie? Yeah, because that movie. Uh, but the problem was that one did, because that movie was being advertised so heavily, my son learned that it existed and wanted to watch it. And I, I, I promptly beat him and then told him <laughs> no. And then for Space Jam. Yes. Doesn't sound like you. Space Jam, a new legacy. Sure. But then he actually ended up watching the original Space Jam because then I, I said, well, you can't watch it. Watch the original one. Can you watch the original one? No. And then he ended up watching it on his own. And now he wants to watch the new one. Like he so. broke the rules and watched it. Well, his, not his cousin was watching it. And so he watched it's it too. down to the basement with two remotes in hands. Yeah. Oh, oh. my dad's coming. But it does have a 26% Rotten Tomatoes, so okay. not doing well. Okay. What were yeah, your flops? Similar to you, like, I, I didn't want Cruella to, to do well. Hotel Transylvania hasn't even come out. America, the motion picture, yes. was released on Netflix. I haven't even bothered, but I will be watching it for Kentmas. No one's, no one's talking about it. That's the really crass animated American Avengers movie. Revolutionary yeah. War American Avengers. Yeah. Is that a weird pitch? But yeah, that's what it is. Yeah, makes sense. I do not want to watch it. The Suicide Squad, I said I wanted to bomb. Saw the movie, and over time, I'm liking it less and less, but I did laugh a lot, I, and yeah. it is bombed so hard. It makes a good impression, Was it, it doesn't bo- stay with you. But it wasn't um, theater only. It was also released on HBO Max. Yeah, so yes. really anything that's released HBO Max, which is 
well, a $15 monthly subscription, but free day one, mm. right? And so HBO, Warner Brothers, that whole company, they're losing money, I believe, based on the fact that they're not releasing numbers and the movies are just free. So everyone's staying home and watching these movies. So that movie made $28 million in opening weekend and has dropped crazy since then. That's the weird thing, though, is like when you release something on streaming, in addition to theaters, it's hard to say if it was a well, success box office. They know the numbers, but they often don't release them. Yeah. And but, if they do release them, they might be lying. Yeah. And then lastly, Space Jam New Legacy. I just didn't care. And I saw the movie and it was bleh. Yeah. So, yeah. Can't want to see the ones you wanted to see. <sighs> okay. Okay. Um, okay. Back okay. Slow movie down. For a lot of these movies, it wasn't like, I need to see this movie. It's no, like, that, you it, said it exactly stop like it, that. Stop it. I, I said, needed to see this movie. I said, I'm very curious to see what they do with this movie because... I'm the, giving the category that disclaimer. is called want to see. <laughs> I'm giving the disclaimer because my fifth most anticipated movie of the summer was Spiral from the Book of Saw. You wanted to see that one. I did. With the deepest desire Out of your of curiosity. Heart. It's more, like right? Saw 9 did at this point. Did it release? Yeah. So it's it came out in theaters only. Really? And then is now it went to Redbox like two weeks I later. I heard nothing about this. Yeah. This was like Chris Rock starring in a dramatic role. Well, yeah. I also wouldn't. Those always came out in October. Well, yeah, they do. And it was every year as well. Yeah. So they took a couple years off because the series had reasonably died. And so Chris Rock is like, oh, I want to be part of the new one. And wow, it should have stayed dead. This is one of the worst movies of the year. I absolutely hated it. Yeah. And I can watch Saw movies and go, oh, yeah, I I get it. Like, it's a formula. But this is, it's diminishing returns with every Saw movie. And this is even worse, the worst. Oh, my God. Easily the worst. The dialogue is laughable. Uh, And then Those Who Wish Me Dead. This is a free movie on HBO Max. This is Angelina Jolie and the Mm -hmm. Forest Fire one. Yeah. And it was fine. Like, I was just like, oh, wait, what was the one with Bill Murray and Adam Driver? The zombie oh. movie? Oh, that was a couple of years ago. Yeah. What was that called? I also hated that one. Yeah. I'll look it up. Because that, when you said those that wish me dead, I honestly thought it was that one for a split second. Yeah. But so. yeah, the Angelina Jolie fire one, uh, skippable. Really, there's nothing there. The dead don't die. Ah. ah. Okay. My third most anticipated was old. And old was an experience that I will never forget. Why like, I'm going to leave it there. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Because I'm so conflicted on that movie. Yeah. It's like the, I'm still not. It's like the dumbest, but kind of endearing. Right. Yeah. It's, there's something to it. Yeah. Joel, Joel doesn't, didn't get it. No. It's he, like a dog that is on a little scooter because it's missing a leg. And so it's trying oh, yeah. no. body around. Why? It's That's, like you're not very good at I being. I love it. <laughs> you, remember, well, you remember when it used to be like a German shepherd, like a majestic <laughs> yeah, husky? Yeah, like used to be a German shepherd. Yes. You're <laughs> not very good at being a dog, but I still like you. <laughs> uh, second most anticipated was Green Knight. And I really enjoyed Green Knight. That's right. And good. I can't wait to watch it again. Yeah. And then... I'm going to save my number one most anticipated for what uh, you're going to agree with, Joel. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Okay. I wanted to see Samaritan, uh, the superhero movie starring Sylvester Stallone. That got pushed back to August of 2022. Okay. So, still Whoa. Yeah. Jeez. Old. I saw that one. You, you kind of liked it, right? I didn't like it. Did you run away from that puppy with it, the wheels? It you seem to like it, it less than even when we saw it. I thought it would grow on me. Like you guys said, you want to think about it, but no. Like The more I think about it, the more I'm just like, that makes no sense. Oh, it's, it's <laughs> so laughably dumb. It's still 2.5 stars for okay. me, uh, which is just you know under. I, I think like I gave it. it an eight. I stay there. I, I, <laughs> Emily Shyamalan hurt me again is really what happened here. Because uh, <laughs> yeah. I was like so hopeful. And you got to let it go, man. You got bit. Uh, it made $84 million, though, against a budget of $18 million. So That's good. Oh, wow. it, Old, okay. too. Coming soon. <laughs> it's going to be called <laughs> Older. older. <laughs> yeah. And then I wanted to see the Beatles get back. Nope. 
That no. got pushed back. Uh, Peter Jackson as right? well. But that's going actually to be a three-part documentary series on Disney+. Plus. It's going to release on, oh, it's November, 20, 25th, 26th, and 27th cool. of November. Is, is this Peter Jackson? Yes. Uh, so, Peter uh, Jackson's documentary. You're telling me he made it three parts? Three parts. Is there going to be a lot of unnecessary <laughs> CGI? <laughs> two hours each, probably. He actually made up a lot of stuff in the Beatles history. Each yeah. episode is two hours. This is like three movies. Now that's three well, movies. that's good because there's different phases of their career. I think yeah. that'll be great. Skip well, the last one. one. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Anyway, and then uh, I wanted to see... The most anticipated movie of the summer was... Wait, 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 wait. Okay. A Quiet Place Part 2 was on my oh, list. Oh, yeah. yeah. Uh, really like that one. Mm-hmm. And it's made $296 million against a budget of $60 million, So, cool. Did well. And, and that was supposed... That was kind of the, the let's try this again movie. And then Kent and I's both uh, number one most wanted to see... Hang Our Heads in Shame. Was Army, Army of, of the, the Dead. Dead. So oh, this no. is Zack Snyder's big Netflix tentpole, which is truly a tentpole at this point because they're now releasing... A Army of Thieves movie about yes, the Safecracker. A prequel. And Army probably a sequel to this movie. Probably a prequel. Yeah. So Army Army of Thieves and an anime ver- series called um, Army of the Dead Lost Lost Vegas. Yeah. That's scheduled to be released you know, on Netflix. And then they're talking about a sequel as well. Which I feel like Army of the Dead and the Suicide Squad mm-hmm. are examples of the new norm. Director of letting dire- yeah, directors doing what they want. And I feel like that's neither one has been great. So you're right. saying everybody complaining about studio oversight is just well, trying to Joel's find something all about to yell at. balance in oversight. I yes. don't like oversight, but at the same time, with both of those movies, I do agree. A lot of the time, I, 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 I think a creative I, I think a creative team is needed yes. mm-hmm. more more often than not. Producer and studio changes are for the better. I, I disagree. guarantee it. I disagree. I would agree with Zach on this. But one. in those two movies? Vegas still approved studio. Uh, no. Studio no, interference is no. mostly yeah, good. Studio interference. There you go. Yeah. Snyder Cut. Boop. Snyder Cut better than the Justice League? Uh, no. Oh. Get off the show. Get off the show. Ended right then. I hate wow. it so much. Justice League is horrible. <laughs> but no, I feel like, though, this is this is the untethered wildness of a director who who goes in excess in mm-hmm. in in violence, in uh, nudity, right. in language, in story. Like, they're just kind of going crazy. And it, it's like a I, kite. Call it, I call it the George Lucas effect, but without all the nudity. Okay, is there were yes men everywhere. Yes, and yeah. that's wrong. Yeah, and, and to me, the yeah. studio with the director, it's the kite mm-hmm. where you need the resistance of the string in order to make the kite fly right. I get it. Otherwise, it's going to fly off the wind. Otherwise, yeah. it's going to be on the ground uh, because the studio wants to pull it down and ground it. The director's up in the clouds. You need that tension, and I feel like that push and pull is what makes a movie good. There mm-hmm. has to be restraint. Yes, you know, a la Jaws, right? Jaws is what it is because of the restraint of not being able to use precisely the the shark. Right. We can barely see him. Concept, right? When you show restraint, it forces you to be creative. Yes. Mm -hmm. Which is why Star Wars pre-special edition is more creative. Yeah. Because there was restraint. They had to literally invent things to make that movie. So considering I had a Saw movie, a weird (laughs) scooter dog. M. Night Shyamalan movie. Horror, horror, horror. And Army of the Dead. Yeah. I'm going to try to do better with my most anticipated this time you around. You can't do better than the Scooter Dog. <laughs> yeah. And most of my Scooter got, Dog. Most of my got pushed back, but I'm happy with Quiet Place Part 2. Yeah. So no, that, that was, was a, it, oh, not a nice surprise. It's just... A, I got to be honest. That one totally left my mind. Yeah. I have completely forgotten that movie. Really? Yeah. Funny. I was gonna, I think about it pretty regularly. I liked it. Mostly tell I my didn't kids love to it. Shut up. Um, the first it, apparently I'm being abusive this time. <laughs> you actually love your kids. I do. I love them very much. I'd never hit some them. of them. So now we're going to get into the rest of the year. Now, believe it or not, these movies may actually come out before the end of the year uh, or not. 
Could we maybe give a personal percentage of what chance we think we'll actually see it this year? Do we have to be mathematic or can we be like meteorologists? Uh, Oh, meteorologists. Meteorologists. Where it's just like, ah, 20% chance of rain. Wait, but does 20% chance of rain mean the movie will show somewhere, but not 20% chance of I think we're saying, what are the chances chances of being released? That really confuses me, the weather system. I don't like it. 20% just means more than 10%. No, I heard that 10% of the people in the area will experience the rain. What? Yeah. You didn't know this? I thought it was the chance no. of rain. No, no, no. 10% of the geographic area will have rain. Save it for our weather show. <laughs> yeah. But actually, I'm kind of floored by it's this right shocker. now. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. You were this year's old. What? Yeah. Oh, wow. <laughs> Isn't that weird? <laughs> that is a little weird. Okay. So, Zach. Yeah. I would like you to start from the bottom. Now we're here. Uh, nice. I, so, let's go from your bottom five, starting with your fifth. So, this is going to be the one that you least want to be the worst once That's again confusing it is <laughs> confusing this feels mean because either there's not a lot of movies to choose from i think at the end of this year right. or it feels mean to like root against a movie well it, because also, movies are we don't few know movies, and far between we don't know if these movies are actually gonna be released by the end of the year we had one top gun maverick was yes. supposed to release it, it was already pushed from last year and it was supposed to be released this year and they just pushed it to next year like oh as we were gosh. doing the research for this show crazy so that's a really good trailer that I've seen several times. Yeah. It's, a, it's a good trailer. I don't like the trailer. It's fine. It makes me believe they're going to do terrible things to a movie I love. It it's looks a, cool. And Joel, Tom Cruise doesn't fail. It's Apparently he hasn't been in a combat mission since the events of the original movie. What? It's a terrible movie. What? I don't like Top Gun at okay, all. Okay, calm down, little baby geeks. Okay, but like, why don't... Have <laughs> you, fun, also, you cannot judge movies before you were born. Have fun at your beach volleyball game. What's going on for hot takes right now? It's hey, not good. Boy. Top it's Gun got cool is scenes. good. I'll take Independence it's Day over Top Gun. It's a darn good recruitment video. Um, <laughs> all right, Cam, why don't you go first on your number five, Want to Flop. All right, Eternals. Whoa. Marvel's Eternals. Ken, why do you want Marvel? You want everything Marvel to flop. Why specifically is your Venom? Wait, do you have another Marvel item on your list of flop? I am not going to say. No, you do. Why? Uh, why is this one getting your vitriol? This is one I just don't care about. Uh, we talked on the bacon so bit. So therefore you want it to flop? We talked on the bacon bit how Shang-Chi was actually surprisingly good. I think it's a good installment in phase four. I've been very disappointed in phase four, especially with the TV shows. But now we have a movie, which I think... There is a 60% chance of this being moved to early next year. Okay. Wait, no, no. We're not doing uh, being moved. Percent of oh, people, so percent, okay. What are, the chance, chance. what are the chances it's going yeah, to be released? 100 minus 60 equals 40. Very good. This is a 40%, 40% chance it will be released. Uh, it will be released this year because industry insiders have said that they will push this one if Shang-Chi fails at the box office. Which Shang-Chi is only going to the box office. It, it'll do fine if we... Big re- screens, our but bacon bit about it. If we did a bacon bit, everyone knows about it's it It's a now. pretty big deal. Yeah. Even though the movie's not being promoted <laughs> yeah, whatsoever. Our listener will buy a lot of tickets. Yes. But this one, from the trailer, it takes itself way too seriously. Let me give the synopsis real quick. Please do. The saga of the Eternals, a race of immortal beings who lived on Earth and shaped its history and civilizations. What? Even though they never interfered, according to the trailer. Well, they, you know, there wasn't room enough to interfere, even though you know half the universe got wiped out. Oh, I hate this. We were there the but whole guess what? Time. Now there's like lizards coming to Earth, and that's pretty creepy. I just like that the funny guy got buff. Again, so this one is meant to come out November 5th. I do not <laughs> think it will happen. It's directed, it meant to come out. Uh, directed and co-written by Chloe Zhao, who did Nomadland, which won the Oscar. She's a best director, which best picture seems, director. It's so weird that she went from indie film director to Academy Award winner to director of a Marvel movie. 
cash. I know. No, I'm, not, I'm, not saying, I'm not saying it's a downside. I'm saying she went from zero to hero, basically. Yeah. Where it's like she, no one knew her name, and now she's everywhere. I think she is a good director, but I do not think this movie will do all that well because more than really any other Marvel movie, it just doesn't have like the energy, at least from the trailer I've seen, to make anyone care. Yeah. I mean, it does have Rob Stark and Jon Snow from Game of Thrones. Well, and Angelina Jolie still has yet to, to be in a good movie. Ever? A good live action movie. Name one really good Angelina Jolie movie. Girl Interrupted. No. Bone Collector? No. <laughs> no. I did a whole I post like about Mr. this. Mr. and Mrs. Smith. Way back in the day on my blog. Let's think. I, I did a whole big post. Maybe I seen the San Francisco Angelina Jolie show. But I did a whole post about how she's not famous because of any movie she did. Because all her movies are meh or less. Right. But it's because of her personality outside the movies why she's famous. Well, how did you guys feel about the trailer? Meh. Yeah. Well, okay. I shouldn't say Matt. I was annoyed when they're like, we've been here the whole time and we've never interfered. And, and they over explain like, it. Well, I just went, why? Why haven't you interfered? There's been a lot of bad things that happened. Why not? Yeah. So I, I'm not looking forward to another group. I don't, right. I, I, there's only one group of Marvel superheroes I, I want to see. And it's, it's X-Men. I don't need another group. Do you want to see Marvel's X-Men? No, no I saw War. them. X2. And then they never made another movie. So Chloe Zhao actually cites The Revenant as an influence on the film's action sequences. So there will be a few bears in this movie, <laughs> probably. And here's the thing. This is one of these movies where super producer Kevin Feige says, the notion of switching up the genders, sexualities, and ethnicities of the characters from the comics was part of what made us really advocate for us to move Eternals to the top of the list to start working on. So it's no longer about story. This is an agenda movie, hmm. which hmm. is fine. No one really knows the characters. So I think it's fine to kind of switch genders and I don't do know whatever you want with them. No, it doesn't matter. That's fine because then they'll be commonplace and we will know them from well, their movie. Cap it parts. would make sense to me if they were like stationed in different places. And so they were but all these different. I think phase four Marvel's like, hey, look, we made our money. Let's be adventurous. Okay. Black Widow movie. Finally, Shang-Chi. Finally, Eternals. Finally, this this is when they are pandering. Okay. This is the pandering phase. Hmm. And look, the movie might be fine, but it takes itself way too seriously. So number five, on least anticipated. How about you, Joel? Number five. Comic relief. They'll have a little bit of comic relief. Uh, my number five, I want to flop, is Dune. What? <sighs> because I think it'd be funny <laughs> if it flopped. <laughs> Who are you? Can I just, you? Just picture this. It will be a financial failure. Just listen to this, because they it's, had they had Dune. It's like you're spitting acid in but, my face. Yeah, but Dune came out uh, way back in you know 1980. Yeah, David Lynch's Dune, like 1980. Yeah, it was 80, and it was a mess, and it's ridiculous, and it's stupid, and everyone went, "No, they did it wrong. If only they got it right, this would be an amazing movie that everyone would love." The book is an epic, and so they prop it up, and they put Denis Villeneuve as the director, who did Blade Runner 2049, Arrival, uh, Prisoners, Prisoners, yeah, um, Sicario. Sicario. Sicario, I have to mention that for my brother. And it stars Timothy Chalamet, uh, Timothy Chalamet Rebecca you. Ferguson, Oscar Isaac, Josh Brolin, Stellan Skarsgård, Dave Bautista, Zendaya, Smith, uh, Jason Momoa, and Javier Bardem. And they have been what a cast. propping this up as like, this is going to be the sci-fi movie to end all sci-fi movies. Well, look, it was meant to come out last year. Yes. It's going to be Blade Runner 2049. Uh, it's going to be I good. It's going to have a cult following. It's going to make no money. They've already announced Dune Part 2. Really? And it was that hubris right there that I went. <laughs> it's just that they didn't what finish it. it. Don't laugh. That's me. What mean. if it flopped? You're a movie bully. I'm not a movie bully. <laughs> you are. I just feel like people for the longest time have been like, oh, Dune, if only. And I'm like, what if it gets the second shot? And it's think, still not good. Think about your favorite book. 
that maybe it was done a disservice to Charlotte's for the past Web. 40 years. <laughs> no, because that is a classic, sir. Yes, that is. And then finally, you get a, a cast and a crew that working on a project you love that could be amazing. And even if 10 people see this movie, what if it's amazing? I would, I'm fine if it is, but I just think it would be funny if this one flopped, which is why it's my number five. Because I don't really, really, really want it to flop, but I'm like... <laughs> What's your percentage that it comes out? I give it probably... This is a 50-50. Really? I, I think 90% chance this comes out. I think it's yeah. 90 to 100. They're already screening it for critics. Oh. And so it's That's insider there. trading information, you oh, cheater. Can I not say insider trading? Well, now all of a sudden my percentage is out the window. <laughs> Fine. I say 90%. Kim got 50-50. <laughs> We're going to jail. Yeah. So Dune, uh, if, you're, if you're good, that's great. If not, <laughs> nice. <laughs> that's so mean. Joel, how about your number four? My number four comes out November 5th, and it's directed by Pablo Lorraine, which you guys obviously know Pablo Lorraine, right? Gee. No. And it's the movie Spencer. Oh, about now, Diana Spencer. Exactly. Here's the plot summary. During Princess her Christ- Diana? Yes. Okay. During her Christmas holidays with the royal family at the Sangrenum San San Estate in Norfolk, England, <laughs> Diana decides to leave her marriage to Prince Charles. <laughs> Did you see the trailer? I don't know why I came halfway through like a weird <laughs> British accent there. I, for some reason, I cry racism. Uh, <laughs> no, they're white. It's fine. But it stars Kristen Stewart as Princess Diana. Have you seen the trailer, though? Yes. She looks pretty good. No. Yeah. Hot take. She looks pretty good. Anytime Kristen Stewart tries to emote, it's not a good thing. But what if she doesn't do her any of this? Role, like, oh. Her oh. best role, Kent, is in Zathora when she was frozen for 80% of the movie. <laughs> Uh, That's mean. I I just, I don't. You're a movie bully. (laughs) (laughs) I'm not a movie bully. But I feel like this one is one where the story has been told on so many, like, I don't want to say Lifetime original, but that type of thing where it's these dramatized versions of Princess Diana. This is very artistic, the story. Like, the crown is loved by so many people. Yeah. But this is meant to be kind of the inner sadness of Diana. When I watched The Queen, the movie that was coming right. from the royal family's perspective of, of Princess Diana's death, and it was it was actually pretty compelling, was, like yeah. seeing that setup. I'm like, I had no idea. I just feel like other people have done the story already, and Kristen Stewart not is not going to do it better. I think she's miscast, but I think she may Completely be miscast. nominated for an Academy Award for I this I think role. she may as well, yeah, which is can ridiculous. Can we cut out the I played a real person, give me a nomination yeah, thing? Because no, the, the Academy likes that. They it do. is required by law. They must... Garbage. And it's such a beloved person Every well. biopic they uh, must give an award Create a to. new character, why don't you? What's your percentage that you think this is going to come out? On November 5th? I think this is a, a 75% okay. chance it's going to come out because no one cares about it. No one's going to see it. They're just going to release Do it. Do I get to comment on your percentages? Sure. 100% this comes out. They're not looking to make money. They're looking to win awards. And I'm saying 75% because what happens if something happens to the royal family and then this is like bad oh. press and they have to push it back? Yeah, maybe. Mm. <laughs> Insider trading. <laughs> Wait, is Joel just, did he just threaten the royal family? I, I, no, 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 no. no. I'm just saying uh, Prince Charles is on an age, as is the queen. <gasps> yeah, th- what if the queen passes and they can't release it? That's what, what I'm saying. another interview. So oh, we'll no. see. So there you go. Spencer, which also... Terrible title. It's a terrible title. You see Spencer, you think like Spencer for hire. Remember that show? No? <laughs> yeah. Okay. No. <laughs> but I, I thought, like, like when I said Spencer, you guys both kind of went, Spencer, Spencer, Spencer. Spencer, Spencer. It's because it's not a great yeah. title. So there you go. All right, Kent, what is your number four? All right, my number four also takes place in a castle, and I've mentioned it last summer, or this past summer. It's Hotel Transylvania. Transformania. Welcome to the Hotel Transylvania. Drax Pack is back. 
like you've never seen them before in the final chapter of Hotel Transylvania. Which we had a whole conversation about this, how it's not even Drax Pack is back. Yeah, starring not Adam Sandler and not Kevin James. And oh, not, Kevin James didn't come yeah, back. Yeah, because once Sandler goes, Kevin James is out. <laughs> but David Spade's no, still No, Kevin there. James is kind of cool now. He makes really cool YouTube videos. His YouTube channel's so good. And what? he's in a movie called Becky, which is really cool and violent. It came out last year. <laughs> really cool I, and violent. Team Kevin James. This, have you seen any of this? Yeah. You said that. <laughs> yeah, I did. You I just was, said that. The sound guy videos are like the stuff of YouTube legend. I feel like it's... I don't know if he's still on a CBS sitcom, but post CBS, he's a better man. Yeah. Yeah. But we've talked enough about this. This is one of those things. If you've seen the trailer, Andy Samberg's character wants to be a monster. So he gets injected with something, becomes a monster. But that turns all the other monsters that have been around for hundreds of years into humans. And that's the joke. So, yeah. Percentage? Oh, that this comes out? Yes. It's got to. Does it? The October, is it an October release? This is October 1st. They're totally doing this because this is going to be the family draw to but the I mean, Halloween look season. At, look at Minions. Minions has been pushed back three years at this point. But it's not seasonal. You put a, a Hotel Transylvania okay. in October, parents will take their kids. I'm going to give this one an 87% that it's being released based on insider trading <laughs> with Adam Sandler, who is trying to sabotage this film. This is much like the actual weather where um, one has to be convinced for their rating. Yeah. <laughs> Get what's your number three? Blazing Samurai. Oh. What? What? Yeah. Yeah. What? Is indeed. that the sequel to Blazing Saddles? Yes. Is Mel Brooks. What? What? <clears throat> An action-packed animated comedy for all the family, inspired by Mel Brooks' timeless classic, Blazing Saddles. Oh, wow. Hold on. Hank, a lovable dog with a head full of dreams about becoming a samurai, sets off in search of destiny. Did you say dog? Dog. How a dog in the becoming world a samurai? is this connected to the impossible I'm to make how. nowadays? I'm going to tell you how. It's elderly abuse. Someone got Mel Brooks to be an executive producer on this movie, and he is a voice in the movie. It has nothing to do with the, the script He's at a all. voice in Hotel Transylvania, too. I think I see a pattern here. Yeah. Here's I think it's elderly abuse. Voice, voice acting. Mel Brooks is a comic genius for film history, right? And give yeah. or take, if you love him or not, he has been very influential. Mm. And Blazing Saddles was one of these movies that could never be released now. No. So for some reason, they're like, hey, that IP would be really good for children? Are they just taking the basic story and just making it a children's kind of? So there, there's like there's a it looks sheriff. like Kung Fu Panda. Yeah, it looks like Kung Fu Panda. How do dogs hold swords? They have paws. It's so it's a town full of cats. Anthropomorphic look, dog. Look at the poster. Can you oh, see the poster? Yeah, yeah, okay. The poster has a a cat wearing a sumo diaper. Yeah, and Is that it the official says term, sumo diaper. Sumo diaper, and it says prepare to crack up. Oh. A little bit more about the synopsis. This Japanese-inspired animated comedy teaches kids and adults alike that embracing diversity is what truly makes you a hero. Oh. That sounds just like Blazing Saddles. That's exactly. It was all about <laughs> so it's, it's the Yeah. Guys, Ugh. it gets better. The voice cast, uh, Samuel L. Jackson, Michelle cool. Yao, cool. Digimon Hansu, cool. Mel Brooks, cool. Michael Sarah, cool. No. Really? You're saying cool for all Not these? At all. And Ricky Gervais. I'm fine with I'd that. rather be dead. <laughs> I'd rather be dead than see... Blazing Samurai. It feels like a disgrace to everything. And why would? What is there with the Blazing IP? Why is that a thing? It's a it's a trilogy. They're working on it. <laughs> yeah, I don't they're know. Gonna what do the the, they're going to do the other one in fifty blazing years. Blazing Saddles, Blazing Samurai, and Blazing Cobbler. Cobbler, Cobbler. shoes. <laughs> <laughs> blazing really, haberdashery. It's really quick at making shoes. <laughs> yeah. So that's my number three. And what's your percentage that it comes out? Fifteen percent because there is not a trailer. Oh, yeah. It is 2021, 
but there's no trailer. Bad sign. Mm, that's a bad sign. Yeah. What you got, Joel? I have seen the trailer for this one, and that's why I put it on here. Number three for me is House of Gucci. Oh, oh Ridley yeah. Scott's directing this one. Yeah, so Ridley Scott, who who directed uh, Alien and Blade Runner and Gladiator, Black Hawk Down, like one a lot of the of most movies. inconsistent filmography. Yeah, it's though. hit and miss. Yeah, and mostly I miss. Just feel like okay. So uh, the synopsis for this one. Spanning three decades of love, betrayal, decadence, revenge, and ultimately murder, we see what a name means, what it's worth, and how far a family will go for control. Now, I've never been seduced by the Gucci name. Like, it's never been a thing where I'm like, Prada bag, Gucci shoes, Louis V, Jimmy (laughs) Choo. That's a song. Yeah, we know. Okay, I can't speak. Yeah. Uh, Spencer for Ryer joke. This This one stars Lady Gaga and Adam Driver, uh, Jared Leto, Jeremy Irons, Selma Hayek, Al Pacino. Yeah. I watched this movie. No, it's a it's a it's a cast that you know the names and respect them to a point. They capture the eighties really well. As but well. holy cow, this is a pat yourself on the back trailer where everyone's like, "I'm acting so hard right now. Look at my emotional acting." This one will get multiple acting nominations at the Oscars because it is a biopic. Mm-hmm. It is all about betrayal. Lady Gaga is already commercial darling. Although the truth is, I feel like she was all right in A Star Is Born. But I don't think she's not going to be taken seriously as an actor until she doesn't use the name Lady Gaga as her name. What is her name? Zendaya? Uh, Stephanie. Stephanie Germanata. Okay. Stephanie Germanata. And I just think it's okay. It's okay, Stephanie. Dwayne Johnson. He started out as The Rock. Then he went to Dwayne The Rock Johnson. Yeah. And now he's just Dwayne Johnson. Oh, uh, does anybody respect him as an actor? No. But we like his movies a little more. Chris Bridges? Ludacris? What does he go by? Luda. 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 I... This one, it really is like, I don't care about the Gucci family. I watched this and it seemed like a lot of those TV shows that are out right now, like, uh, oh, Inheritance, what's it called? Uh, Succession. Succession. Like that kind of thing. An empire. It's like that type of thing. Does anyone really want to celebrate rich people at this point? But this is kind of lampooning them almost. Okay. But I do feel like this is definitely a movie that it, it could be good, but it just feels like a Martin Scorsese movie without Martin Scorsese directing. Sure, I get that. So uh, this is supposed to come out November 26th. I think it's probably a sure bet. I'm going to give this an 89%. Wow, okay. Award season movie right there. Yeah. Mm. Or better or worse. Joel, what about your number two? Shouldn't be a surprise. My number two is Venom, colon, Let There Be Carnage. When is this movie coming out? Because I heard it was just delayed. Uh, October 15th is what I Are have you here. sure? I Last I heard, but I didn't check the thing five minutes ago. Because it did just get a rating. It did get a what? It got its rating PG thirteen tomatoes, PG thirteen. It still, it still this says one is coming out. It still says October fifteenth at the same time as Little Mermaid. Never. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so this uh, this is directed by Andy Serkis. Yeah, you know of Gollum fame. Mm-hmm. Oh, uh, thirteen going on thirty fame. Thank you very much. Mm-hmm. He didn't uh, direct that. No, he's in it though. Oh, Mowgli was his last directorial effort, I believe. Yes, Mowgli Legend of the Mowgli colon Legend of the Jungle, and now he's doing Venom colon. Don't tell me about Carnage. Mowgli's colon. So he likes his colon movies. Stop. <laughs> uh, it stars Tom Hardy and Michelle Williams and Naomi Harris and Reed Scott. Yeah, Woody Harrelson's in it. This uh, one is red. Plot summary: Tom Hardy returns to the big screen as the Lethal Protector Venom. Lethal Protector Venom. <laughs> That's a pretty any cool kid, nickname. Any kid who grew up with Spider Man knows that he is not a lethal protector. No, he's a bad guy. Uh, oh, sorry. I should I should do this. Uh, as the Lethal Protector Venom, lethal one of Marvel's Venom. greatest and most complex characters. That's what the plot summary in IMDb says. One of Marvel's greatest and most complex characters. No, he's not because you turned him into this anti-hero comedy action 
idiot. Joel, I, I hate to break it to you. You know anyone can put anything on IMDb, right? Yes. Okay. But this one's still there. That's the problem. <laughs> That's true. No one has corrected this one yet. I didn't like the first Venom. I thought it no. was very, very poorly done. I do not think it needs a sequel. And while there may be some parts that I like of this, I have very low expectations of this. Woody Harrelson? Really reliable? No. At the end of the last movie, when he's okay, like, he looked like carnage. But in this one, he's well, Cletus Cassidy, the character, is meant to be pretty crazy and sadistic, like fun to watch. He chooses the scenery. Right. Yeah, that could be good. Yeah, cool. Why then? Why is it a PG thirteen movie? Yeah, because the first one was. Let there be carnage off screen. Hey, the Spider Man that I grew up with was G rated practically, and it was still a good version of Venom. Done by one of the, the Brady, cartoon, the Brady kids from the newer movie. I just think this is a terrible idea. Don't do this. Don't do it, Disney Marvel. Make Venom a bad guy like he's this meant to be. This is Sony Marvel. Do Sony you Marvel, feel right. like they yeah. keep delaying it? Well, to make money because the other one made almost $800 million. But do you think they want to tie it more into this new Spider-Verse world? Probably so. Now that they can, now that they have the mm-hmm. more leverage to do so, I think there will be some more... At least, like, Peter, at least, a, at least a Peter Parker reference or right. something like that. I think Brock so, too. Get an email from him or something. So there you go. My number two, Venom. Let there be carnage. Hmm. Colon. Kent, how about yours? Resident Evil. Welcome to Raccoon City. This one you're most anticipated or most, most wanted to flop? Yeah. Oh, Joel, what was your percentage on Carnage? Did you even know it was going to come out? Uh, Carnage, I'm going to give a 45%. Okay. Resident Evil is meant to come out November 24th. And so the synopsis is, Set in 1998, this Resident Evil origin story explains the secrets of the Spencer Mansion oh, Diana? and Raccoon City. So I love, like, I'm writing love letters to Resident Evil right now. The game or the movie? Are you playing? The game. Are you playing? I'm a purist, sir. I'm just saying, you were, you were talking movies okay. here. Mila Hohovich. Great. <laughs> yes. But those movies were a mockery of the games I held First dear. one I like. You do? I like it. You just like that trap where it cuts people with the lasers. Because <laughs> Michelle cool. Rodriguez is in that movie, and I know you don't like her. <laughs> I know. I know. And it's a, that's the reason. That's weird that I like it. So, and that's the thing. That movie, what, which came out, what, nearly 20 years ago? Yeah. Was nothing like I'd experienced in the games. And I love the games. Granted, there's some games in the middle which aren't good, but it's made a resurgence <laughs> recently with Leon! remakes. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I love Claire. And so, with this one, they're trying to duplicate exactly what the games were, which 20 years ago, I would have been so happy. But now they're doing it. And I think the budget's like $13. Mm-hmm. They've released a few images of the characters and they're using all the ones I love. Chris Redfield, by the way, this means nothing to anyone who hasn't played the games, but Chris Redfield, Claire Redfield and Leon Kennedy and uh, Jill Valentine. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, I cannot wait. And they had some of these characters in the Mila Hohovich series, they did. but they seemed like nothing from the games. This one, they are kind of doing a bad cosplay version of those people. Mm-hmm. And the cast is K.S. Scodelario. I like her. I like her too. She plays Claire. She's Ro- a, uh, uh, what's that? Maze Runner. Maze Runner. Yes. Yeah. And uh, Robbie Amell, who's the younger brother to Stephen Amell. Wow. We can't and, talk uh, about him. Neil McDonough. We can't talk about Robbie or Stephen? Stephen. So it's Robbie, not Stephen. <laughs> <laughs> We're not talking about Stephen. So the cast is bad. It is being directed by a guy named Johannes Roberts, and he did both 47 meters down movies. What do you have against Swedes? Nothing. They're great. Half of his place is Ikea. He's fine. And uh, (laughs) it's so true. (laughs) Not very well put together, Ikea, but Ikea nonetheless. And And, and the Strangers Pray at Night, which is the Strangers 2, which is the lesser Strangers. So Mm -hmm. he's made some really mediocre movies. I like that they're going back to 1998, making it a period zombie piece, but I don't feel like they're going to. Did you just call the 90s a period piece? Yeah, I kind of did. Ouch. 
I don't feel like they're going to put any respect on the Resident Evil name. I feel like this will be another forgettable entry in a franchise that I love. What's your percentage? A, a, a video game franchise that you love. Yes. Please clarify that again. Because for a, while, for a while there, I was watching like one of these movies every Halloween. and they On just, purpose. Yeah, yeah, just to see if, and the, they get worse with to see if the next one got better. And it never it did. It never did. And what's your percentage that it comes out? So it's meant to come out November 24th. Yeah. 30. One percent. Wow, that's low. Yeah, I bet Dude, it's okay. delayed until February. Mm. Ah, yeah, because it's weird. Hey, just never Valentine's Happy Day. Happy Thanksgiving. <laughs> it is a va- they doing that a lot. I mean, you know, yeah. mediocre horror movies are fine in February. Yeah, my I was going to say my anniversary is in February, and I hate it because if we want to go see a movie, there's nothing good out. No, there. never. Although I will say this, this does make me very excited. So the director Johannes Roberts, he told Screen Rant that the reboot would be in quotes super super scary. And more faithful to the games. Wait, super, super scary? There are two supers? And 93 out of 98 people found that interesting. (laughs) (laughs) Very nice. All right, what's your number one, Kent? Well, let's start with honorable mentions. Oh, yeah. Uh, Flops? Yes. I don't have any honorable mentions for flops. Okay. Me neither. I'm surprised Joel doesn't because uh, he's a movie bully. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) My number one movie I want to flop. The original came out five years ago. (gasps) No. I don't know what you're talking about. Why would anyone care about the sequel? It's Sing 2. Oh. Sing too. Oh, Don't on. say that all excited. This one comes out just in time for Christmas. It's December twenty second. This is a lot of hatred to be to say it for your number one most want to flop when it's I kind hate. of a harmless animated. No, movie. no, no. Sing is not harmless. Why not? Sing <laughs> is the epitome of using pop songs to tell a story, but it, all it's doing is just showing the three and a half minute song animated. But it's got your boy in it. Taron Edgerton, what yeah. a freaking waste! It gave us Rocket He's a good Man. Singer, yeah. Because of that, we got Rocket Man. Still haven't seen that. It's oh, good. you should see it. It's uh, good. One day, but it's dumb. I hate Sing so much, and this one looks even worse. If you, you sing, should stop watching it, then oh, every week. So I think I'm more triggered at Sing because when I took my daughters to this movie five years ago, I was like, "So what'd you think?" Kind of like being glib, and they're like. That's my favorite movie I've ever seen. And I said, you kids are dumb. Okay. <laughs> you, know, you say that about every new movie you see. I'm a movie bully. You're a kid bully. <laughs> <laughs> you beat your kids. <laughs> In theory. It, here's, uh, what if I told you that it's Hiccup from uh, How to Train Your Dragon? What if I told you it's his favorite movie? Would you be okay with Sing? it? Then? Yeah. Stop he it. He loves it. No, he does Tells not. Me all the time. <laughs> what is going on? You're so biased with your animated movies. It's crazy. Yeah, but this is Illumination. I've never liked an Illumination. Illumination. Oh. So what the synopsis is, Buster Moon and his friends must persuade reclusive rock star Clay Calloway to join them for the opening of a new show. So the trailer shows like an America's Got Talent sort of thing, and it's the same old cast trying to make it big, but they can't make it big unless they get this reclusive old lion voiced by Bono. Like the Bono? The, no. Is there a, <laughs> hold on, Zach. Is there a Bono? Bono Smith? Is there multiple Bonna? Bonna? Bonai? Bonai? Bono, Bono Johnson? <laughs> Jeremy Bono? Yeah, there's multiple. You know Bono Johnson? Wait, those sports people? <laughs> are you just making up names? <laughs> Could be so, either. But who's asking for this movie? There are some positives. Seth MacFarlane won't be back for his role because oh. of his busy schedule. That's too bad. And also in the trailer, they show a uh, system of downs chop suey again, which they did for Secret Life of Pets. Who cares? And the trailer does show the entire movie, by the way. Yeah, of course. So <laughs> I hate seeing like it. 
infuriates me. <laughs> Blood boiling. I get it. I get it. Kevin. Okay. Yeah. I okay. get it. Kind my kids are not allowed to see this. What percentage do you say that it comes out? But it did well, it's the Christmas kids. season. It introduced my kids to a lot of fun songs, though, that I can now show them. You should have done that. You but felt no, this apparent. They, they listen to the song and they're like, oh, can we hear that? <laughs> I'm like, yes. bully. I'm like, here's the real version. <laughs> okay. Yeah. That's fine. But still, no. So this is a Christmas release. Hopefully things are kind of okay by Christmas. I'm going to give this one a 50-50. Okay. Because it could make money if it is released that week. Or they could push it to the summer. Yeah, they could. Maybe. Okay. And Joel, what is your number one? My number one is The Matrix Resurrections. <laughs> oh. <laughs> you came out swinging, this dude. Is, this is uh, being released on December 24th. Because you know, on Christmas Eve, everyone wants to go see a Matrix movie. I think it's... I, uh, truth be told, you? I think it's wrong for them to make a sequel to The Matrix. And why call it Resurrections? The last thing we saw was Neo flying in the sky. It was so hopeful. But didn't you always want to oh. see what happened after that <laughs> I movie? See what, no. see what you did there. Yeah. <laughs> that leads into like a really cool idea where they could literally go anywhere. Yeah. Yeah. That's Except for, you know, like Matrix. a lot of bad CG or uh, War in Zion. Like yes. nobody wants to see that. This is also directed by half the Wachowskis. Sure. Yeah. So because one of them wouldn't even do it, which doesn't really speak well about the movie. And it stars Keanu Reeves, Carrie Ann Moss, Jada Pinkett Smith. Synopsis. So they're uh, back. The plot is currently unknown, is what it says in the synopsis. Yeah. And I'm like, if the plot is unknown... No trailer. Half, ha, no trailer. That trailer half was Wachowski. shown at no, recently. No post. And it will be released in the next week, most likely. This is not going to be released this year. This is being pushed. I'm giving this a 10% of being released this year. Just hedging okay. that bet. December 24th, they push say, it one week and we're you out. You say you want this movie to bomb... But aren't you interested no. to see what they can do? No. The last one was in 2003. I've lost all faith in Wachowskis, honestly. Matrix 1. Wow. Speed Racer. Yeah, I like that one a lot, too. Everything else, crap. Cloud Atlas. Whoa. What a no. weird movie. No. People love it, you know. What? Yeah. Smart people? No. <laughs> I talked to them. No. Actually, I should say there's people who think they're smart that like that movie. Oh, yes, I loved it. Um, <laughs> save it for our Wachowski show? No. Not happening. No. Uh, I didn't, like I said, released on Christmas Eve. Jupiter no. Ascending? <laughs> no, I still haven't seen it. <laughs> oh, you should. Is that the one with uh, Eddie, Eddie Redmayne and Jack no. Tatum? Oh, with the pointy this, this ears. This one, Matrix Resurrections. If there were a story to be told after the first Matrix, I would assume it concluded with a third one. If you know, if you catch my drift here, mm-hmm. because just it was done. The story was done. They'd gotten high and mighty. They'd gotten all pretentious, and it just wasn't fun anymore. And now they're like one more. So, what if it's a soft you. reboot? And they're no, like, no, thank you. Sorry, we messed it up. Here's your why reboot sequel. it after one good movie? <laughs> movie bully. Movie bully. <laughs> yeah. Movie fact teller. Hey, hey, <laughs> I want you guys to brighten up a little bit. Because let's talk about what you actually want to see. This is going to be the top five from both of you with some honorable mentions if you have them. Yes. Let's go with Joel. What is your top five? Cheer us up, Joel. I was going to say my number five top one to see, which I'm kind of offended by, was Sing 2. What? (laughs) Just kidding. (laughs) Joel jokes. Joel jokes. (laughs) Uh, No, but it is a musical. I actually put Dear Evan Hansen. Oh, really? Oh. So I... Isn't it like everyone's like 55 in that movie? Yeah. Yeah. Well, they got Ben Platt, the original actor from the Broadway play, to be in this. And he's like 27 trying to play a high school kid. But hey, if you grew up in the 80s, that was all movies. Or you're on the CW. Yes. So this one, uh, directed by Stephen Chbosky, uh, who is not from How I Met Your Mother. Um, I love this director and writer. He did Perks Perks of Being Wallflower. And Wonder. I love Perks of Being Wallflower. Really? Love, love. Have not seen it. Oh, you should. 
It's mm. grim, but it's good. Yeah. Uh, but this one, the plot summary, film adaptation of the Tony and Grammy award-winning musical about Evan Hansen, a high school senior with social anxiety disorder and his journey of self-discovery and acceptance following the suicide of a fellow classmate. This is one that all my musical friends uh, have been, they, they love Dear Evan Hansen. A lot of them love the music. I've listened to music. I know the story. I read through it. I've never actually seen the play, but I just, there's something about this trailer that kind of made me go, I want to see that. Like, I want to see the movie version of this. I do want to see the play version probably more, but I want this one to, you know, do well, and I want to see it. It has Greatest Showman vibes for me. I have no problem with the Greatest Showman. Not as showman. far as theme, but as far as the, the choral background. Do you understand the same people wrote it? Yeah. Yeah. That makes sense. Yeah. I love the music. I love the music for Greatest Showman. You guys want to bully me about that? I kind of do. <laughs> Greatest Showman is trash. What's your percentage <laughs> that you want this to come, uh, that you think this will uh, come It's out? your IQ. It's one. Uh, <laughs> Very good. <laughs> No, he's uh, your musical friend. You just said musical friend. He friends. just called Greatest Showman music trash because I know what good musicals are, and that's not. It's one the of raising canes of it musicals. Is, it is no. I'm, I'm not saying it's like fantastically complex. I'm saying it is the popcorn sure. musical music that I love to hear. Hutons love it. I would like it better. <laughs> I would like it better without Hugh Jackman. He yeah. is not he's, the strongest. He's, he's miscast. Yeah. I, I think he's not the strongest singer yeah. in that, especially when he hits yeah. really high. Those but uh, speaking to the movie you just mentioned. Yes, I get it. Ben Platt is too old, but he also originated this role, and he's brilliant. And he still looks awkward. Yes. It should be a legitimate 17-year-old yeah. kid, though. That's bad. I'm giving this actually a probably uh, 60% it's mm-hmm. going to be released. I could see that. Above average, mm-hmm. it's going to come out, but who knows what could happen. It could get yeah. pushed back. Hot take. I am big on musicals, but I, I really... I would put this in a bottom five. Really? I kind of want it to bomb. Have you seen the play? Uh, no. Oh. I hope to. I really want to. Everyone I, cries. I, I own the album... But I just don't, I don't want to see this movie. I think, well, since it has Julianne Moore and, and Amy Adams in it, I think Ken's going to really want this one to succeed. Oh. I, I, one redhead I love, one redhead I hate. Are they different? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, excuse and me, this movie, sir. They look the same. Hey, one was in The Fugitive, one was not. Yeah. I'm just worried that the singing is going to be really bad. Julianne Moore is in The Fugitive. She is? Yeah, she's the nurse who takes away uh, Dr. Richard Kimball's <laughs> badge in the hospital. So she's in the movie for 37 seconds. And it made an impression. So The Fugitive. As opposed to the entirety of Lois Lane of Amy Adams. Oh, which I Please love. No. I would, the I Fugitive versus Drop Dead Gorgeous. I mean, come on. Yeah, true. Anyway, there we go. Kent, you're number five. Most, an, most anticipated. Malignant. Oh, that's the not the benign, movie. malignant, <laughs> benign. Can you imagine they made a movie called it's, Benign? It's the scariest, non-threatening Ooh. horror movie ever. So this is a James Wan feature. Yes. James Wan, who did Aquaman? <laughs> no, <laughs> yes he did. Fast six, he did. <laughs> yes he did. Fast six, but too. Saw, Conjuring, Insidious. He is he is a director who comes up with these great concepts and then walks away. Like kind of like J.J. Abrams, but he actually is very good at constructing him, and then bad directors take over. Yeah. So Madison is paralyzed by shocking visions of grisly murders, and her torment worsens as she discovers that these waking dreams are in fact terrifying realities. Eh. Pretty. Remember how last summer you decided to pick all the horror movies, and then they were all not good. Yes, but this is James Wan. Like I, I James Wan has made bad movies. For example. I can't name one. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's not allowed. You're loving yourself for that joke. Though. I kind of am. No, he brings something to the table, even if the movie is kind of a studio. He's movie. Australian. Yeah. Yeah. I thought that too. Huh. What? And so in the most recent trailer, which is the one that won me over the first trailer I saw, I was like, oh, fine. But I am in need of a great horror film. And I'm not saying this will be the next Conjuring, but the trailer did look really creepy. It does use a little bit too much CG for the environments, but I do like the visuals that it presents. 
And honestly, it's a high concept movie. And I don't really want to spoil anything. I'm just amazed that you call Aquaman a good movie. I think it's, it's fine. But you love it now because James Wan did it. And you said, all well, no, you said, yeah, I think your direct quote was, movie. all James Wan movies are gold Look, and belong in the Criterion Collection. And I own all of I would of them. be so fine if Aquaman was in the Criterion Collection. Including Dead Silence. Starring Kevin one? James. I like Dead Silence. I still haven't seen Dead Silence. It's not super great, but it's kind of fun. So yeah, Malignant, this is my horror pick for the end of the year because your look, only horror pick i don't think so no it's i can not. guarantee okay. there's no one on there okay take it easy but this is straightforward horror and i need something like that this this fall okay. is it going to come out this fall yes it will september 10th so this one is coming out on hbo max which is a guarantee 100 percent. 100 100 this is coming out you want to hedge your bets a little bit no hbo max will release them no matter what okay this is literally the friday after the show a airs. bold okay uh, yeah all right what's your number four kent Nightmare Alley. Not a scary movie, by the way. So this isn't my other horror Why pick. Why do I know that name? Directed by Guillermo del Toro. Mm. No trailer for this movie has been released. This is a remake of an adaptation of a book. The original came out in 1947. So it's a black and white mystery noir film. It's a horror. No, it's not actually. The name is called Nightmare Alley. It's directed by Guillermo del Toro. It's horror. But no, he said there's literally nothing supernatural in this movie. So you got supernatural and not be scared. There's murder. There's murder in the movie, but it's more of a crime piece. So the synopsis is an ambitious carny, an ambitious carny for real, played by Bradley Cooper, by the way, Mm -hmm. with a talent for manipulating people with a few well-chosen words, hooks up with a female psychiatrist who is even more dangerous than he is. So those two leads are Bradley Cooper, Kate Blanchett. We also have Willem Dafoe, nice. Rooney Mara, Tony Collette, Richard Jenkins, and every character actor. Yeah, ever. I mean Tony Collette, Ron Perlman, Ron Perlman. I mean, of course he's of course in he's a in it, yeah. movie. So I don't know much about this movie other than the fact that the 1947 one is a cult favorite, and even though Del Toro, he swings for the fences, and for me, even when he, you know, it's a foul ball. The visuals are stunning. And to see the, it's like this criminal underbelly of the show business world, I think will be pretty fascinating. It's meant to come out December 3rd. Either this is an awards movie or it's delayed maybe by a year. Oh, that far. Because there's no trailer whatsoever. The movie's completed. Mm -hmm. Award movies will just out of nowhere come out. Yeah. And I hope so. Because their goal is not making money. They don't care about the box office. And I, I love auteurs. Del Toro is an auteur, even if people don't love his movies. But he... They have a style. Yeah, over, they have a style. Over time, Shape of Water is not holding up. No. And I would say that was his... It's weird that that movie with the weirdest themes has was the Oscar winner. Yeah. When the he's made... The weirdest themes? He has kiss, some Kiss, kiss, glub, glub. But he has some weird themes happening. Sure. But even Crimson Peak was pretty straightforward. In like the it's end. a love ghost story. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's yeah. just it. Beautiful. Beautiful. beautiful so but beautiful. But yes, I think for the cast and for Del Toro, this is one I'm very interested to see. Okay. Right. Percentage? That's my number four. Percentage is, I'm going to say 42%. Mm. Joel, what about your number four? My uh, number four is a, is actually a sequel. Uh, it is The Princess Switch 3. Oh, no. Here we <laughs> go. Guys, Vanessa Hudgens is back for The Princess Switch 3. Ooh. I think they're going to switch princesses again. I don't know. I haven't seen any of the movies, but it sounds good. It's no, coming it's, out in November. Plays, she Netflix. plays Nintendo the whole time. <laughs> <laughs> I'd watch that. No, I actually did pick No Time to Die. 
Oh, cool. The latest oh. James Bond movie. You think it's going to come out this year? Well, that's okay. cute, Joel. <laughs> I do. I have hope. I hope this will come out on October 8th as it's supposed to because it was supposed to come out over a year ago. Now, keep in mind, this is a weird pick because I'm not really picking it because I'm really, really, really excited to see this movie. I'm picking it so we can finally do that James Bond episode we've been planning for over a year now. April 2020. We were trying to do it way back then, and I just want this movie to be done so we can move on, as it were. By the way, Daniel Craig, fifth time is James Bond. Uh, you also get uh, Christoph Waltz going to be back in this. Ben Winshaw. Uh, uh, what's her name? Anna Darmus uh, is going to be in mm-hmm. this as well. And Rami Malek is going to be in this as well. And mm-hmm. he's going to be a bad guy. So he's Oh, surprising. Rami Malek yeah. playing a bad guy. This is a movie that I feel like... <laughs> is it the buildup? I think the buildup is getting to you. It's not going to be great James Bond. You were okay with Spectre. And this I, is yeah. kind of a direct follow-up to Spectre. Yeah, but I feel I did like... not like Spectre. I feel like Spectre could have been the end of it. And then they kind of tag this one on the end. Oh, by the way, I should read the synopsis. James Bond has left active mm. service. His peace is short-lived when Felix Leder, an old friend from the CIA, turns up asking for help, leading Bond onto the trail of a mysterious villain armed with dangerous new technology. Mm. That made me nostalgic for a better Bond movie. And uh, it did sound like a generic well, Bond movie. Well, it was supposed to be... It was all supposed to be a soft reboot of a better Bond movie. Dr. No? No. It was supposed to... Uh, <laughs> You're Dr. Supposed no? To say no? No. <laughs> no. The last movie was sort of remake of On Her Majesty's Secret Service, the only one starring George Lazenby. And there is that you logic. You say Lazenby? Yeah. Oh. Lazenby. I said Lozenbull. <laughs> and and if, if... I say it, Bono. <laughs> if it carries that logical conclusion, I thought that's the direction it was going to head, but it, from now, that synopsis, it doesn't sound like no. it is. And, and which is uh, dumb. This is... Uh, this is retired the, Bond. Craig, Craig said... Yeah, Again? Craig has said this is his final Bond film, which Please it should have been a while back ago. Yeah. And this the screenplay is by Neil Purvis and Robert Wade, who've done uh, almost all like seven James Bond movies. I think is what I read. Pretty yeah. much everything uh, Pierce Brosnan on. But they did the world is not enough, and so I'm like, there, there's there's good and bad in between there. Right, that's a good one. But also a screenwriter Wait for the Bond show. Oh, I'm so yeah. excited. But uh, also one of the screenwriters that's been brought on is Phoebe Waller Bridge. Yes, she's she's jazzed up. She came in there, scripts, but bet. she came in there to punch up the script, and I'm just like. Phoebe Waller-Bridge in Bond movie? She's the new Carrie Fisher. Guarantee she does it all the time. Yeah, probably so. Yeah, but just a little maybe ghosty. What's your percentage? For this one to come out? Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to say 700. 700%. 700.0. 700.0. 70%. 700. <laughs> I think there's a 007 chance this comes out. Uh, it's got to. It's got to. I think April 2022. You two years so? after the original year. release. Woof. I really hope it comes out. The bummer this year, part is I really do. They could have finished this franchise for Craig last year and they mm-hmm. would have been working on finding a new bond. This has yes. delayed everything. Yes. I think they've probably been working in the background to find said. I hope bond. so. Think so? Yeah. All right. What do you got, Joel, for number three? My number three is one that will warm my heart. It is a castle for Christmas. It's <laughs> uh, November on Netflix. It's going to be there's a castle and I think oh, it's Christmas. Do tell. I actually think this will be really good. <laughs> you didn't look it up more than that? No. <laughs> Why? Because my real pick is one that Kent's going to applaud and probably is his number one. I picked Last Night in Soho. Yay. Yay. <laughs> Kent mentioned this one before. This is directed by Edgar Wright, who did mm-hmm. Shaun of the Dead, Hot Fuzz, uh, World's End. Like a bunch of that baby driver. Yeah. A bunch of them that I've been Scott Pilgrim versus Scott the Pilgrim. World. That's what I was trying to think of. Uh, and it stars Thomas and McKenzie on a Taylor Joy. There you go. That's yeah, boy. Matt Smith, a doctor. Diana Rigg. Yeah, boy. Dame Diana Rigg. Put yes. some respect on that name. Yeah. Yes. Which she, didn't she pass away recently? Yes. Yeah. How long ago was this movie made? Uh, it was made two years ago. Yeah. Wow. And Terrence Stamp, Neil Before Zod. 
a plot summary. An aspiring fashion designer is mysteriously able to enter the 1960s where she encounters a dazzling wannabe singer. But the glamour is not all it appears to be, and the dreams of the past start to crack and splinter into something darker. Ooh. And the trailer was what sold me on this one. Because yeah. when you first mentioned this one, Kent, mm-hmm. all you had was... Uh, Last Night in Soho is directed by Edgar Wright. I don't know what the plot is, but I love it. <laughs> it's like I'd already seen it. <laughs> and so, but I was like, yeah, yeah, whatever. Spoilers. It's amazing. But then I saw the trailer and I went, I'm intrigued. Yeah. But are you still mystified by the trailer? Yes. Right. But the, I mean, this, the, the plot synopsis kind of give a plot summary here gives a little bit of detail that I kind of got from it. And I'm like, okay, I understand. But how is it meant to be scary? Right. Because I know there's some scary imagery in the trailer, but it doesn't really explain where the horror comes from. It's psychologically scary. Yes. I think that um, my theory, I don't know, so I'm not giving spoilers here. I want you to be dead right. Time travel uh, has consequences, and there are creatures uh, that clean up after time travelers. Langoliers, you mean? Kind of like Langoliers. (laughs) That's exactly what I was going to say. I didn't want to say it. Balky's going to be in this movie. Maybe tearing up paper. Uh, That's an old reference, Zach. uh, I have answer for higher Langoliers. (laughs) I I have no idea what's happening. It's fine. No, but I feel like there's these, maybe these creatures that don't like people time traveling or like, you know, in Ghost, uh, the movie Ghost, when they have those dark uh, shadows that attack people when they, when they, you know, mess with things. Anyway, so what I, you're saying is this is if Midnight in Paris and Langoliers had a baby. Yes. Okay. I love it. Okay. Oh, Midnight in Paris. That was the elevator pitch. Hmm. <laughs> oh, that you know. <laughs> it's it's charming. That's my number three. Yeah. It comes out October 29th. I'm giving this one above average. I'm going to say 66%. Nice. I would give it higher just because it's been delayed so much now and it's not going to make any money. No, it's going to be no. for these film purists who just want to see another right movie. Yeah. Yeah. All right. How about your number three, Kent? The Matrix Resurrection. Oh, come on. I choose The Matrix Resurrections. Why? Can it get any worse? Yes. No. Yes. Half a Wachowski. <laughs> Actually, I would take half a Wachowski over what we saw with this fan fiction movie that I saw called The Matrix Regurgitated. Regurgitated. Uh, rev- the Matrix, Revolutions. The Revolutions. No, Revolutions is the third one. It's Reloaded yeah, no. Revolutions. No, I like Reloaded, and I was like, this is going to go amazing places. And then I saw Regurgitated, and I was, <laughs> I got so angry that they ruined my boy. The Animatrix. Oh, I like the Animatrix. Wait, That's what's cool. the one you said then? I, the one? I, I meant Matrix Revolutions. Oh, oh, I animated. think that movie, even though it ends in a way that makes sense even though there's imagery with the street rain fight with mm. all the smiths yes looks Viva, cool Viva makes Viva. no sense yes architect yes, <laughs> yes, yes. oh the architect Ugh. but i <laughs> was so angry when i saw that finish because the first movie is one of my top five favorite movies of all time it's great mm-hmm. fantastic and then to end it in a way where they could have creatively gone anywhere i went okay, I'm let down to the point where there's really only one movie that exists. Yes. And now we're 18 years later. Keanu Reeves is past his prime, I'll say, but still killing it literally in John Wick. But I don't think it's right to put him in this movie, but my anticipation and curiosity for what the, where the story could go is sky high. Bill and Ted resurrection. I've seen sky high. <laughs> yeah. No, I, and I don't want to see another Bill and Ted movie at all. That's what this will be. So downside, no Lawrence Fishburne. That we know of. Instead, no Morpheus. Instead, they do have a most likely young Morpheus played by Yahya Abdul-Mateen II. Uh, we also have Jessica Henwick and Jonathan Groff probably playing an agent. Johnny, Johnny Groff? Johnny Groff. In nice. the Matrix. <laughs> I like Basically. Him. 
Do you guys want me to tell you what I believe the plot will be? No. No, because you know things. I believe this is a meta take on... We both say no, and he's no. like, no. yes. I'm not going to go into details, <laughs> but I, I believe The Matrix is more of a an idea, maybe even a franchise before, and this is a meta take as to where Thomas Anderson is now and where he maybe he's having dreams or something Thomas like that. Anderson? Yeah, Neo. Neo. I know, but you're going to call him Anderson. Thomas Anderson. He's, it's Anderson. a character name. I know, it's but Thomas Anderson. who calls him Thomas Anderson? Um, Agent Smith? Mr. Anderson. That's Mr. Anderson. Mr. Anderson or Neo? Thomas. You call him Neo, Mr. Anderson. Dame Neo. Yes. Yes. (laughs) fine. (laughs) But I'm so curious as to this one. This one, like you said, is right at the end of the year. Probably what if they figured out that the Zion was in another Matrix? (gasps) Matrix within a Matrix. Actually, (gasps) well, that was the point all along. That's where it could have gone and been somewhere better. But please, the fact that he had just, powers in you know the real world. Just end this. This will be like kind of like my Dexter, which is airing next year as well, where they ended it so poorly and like, hey, we're gonna give you one more season just to, so you're not mad at us. This worked, is what this movie is. Me for worked me. super great with Star Wars. Let's see where it goes. Oh, oh it's yeah. not just a three movie cash grab though. It's okay. a one movie cash it grab. It just feels like they served you a very poor plate of food, like a badly made pizza, and they're like, oh, sorry, here, let's throw some salt on it. That will help. <laughs> No, it won't. Extra pepperoni? They're going to try to make it better. They're going to make it worse. Worse. One Matrix movie. That's all I need. Look, it's not going to be great. I'm not saying my number three is going to be a great movie. You but said, I... and I quote, <laughs> then my number three movie will be my favorite movie of all time. That's what it says right here. Yeah, oh, you're writing down my quotes now. I write, Joel's I, a quote bully. I stenography the whole show. <laughs> stenography? Stenograph? Stenograph? Yes. Yes. Type fast. All right. And what's your percentage that it comes out? I'm going to give it a... 33. Wow, that's high. Mm-hmm. No I mean, trade low, yet. but yeah, it's high. Okay. And Kent, what is your number two? Last Night in Soho. Yeah. So number we, two? Yeah, number two. We covered this one. Wait a minute. What? Comes out October 29th. This is one I've been waiting to see forever. Here's my worry. Granted, I think I'll love this one. Yeah, you seem skittish. But Edgar Wright is such a fan of 70s cult horror movies. Movies that like people yeah. don't really gravitate towards that you have to be kind of weird to like honestly and be, you know growing up in england this is kind of what he had and oh, a lot of these i didn't know you grew up in england yeah, really stuffy <laughs> really stuffy slow burn movies and i feel like that's what this movie will be and it will be like purposely cryptic basically the entire time so i think he's going to lose audiences with the uh, artistic vision of the movie mm-hmm. and so i don't think it's going to be very scary i think the performances are going to be amazing but i don't think it's going to be something that i can just rewatch again and again when I you're can't alone. wait to see it. And yeah, life right? is making you lonely. Mm-hmm. And you can always go downtown. No. <laughs> That's yes. the trailer music. It's creepy. You got to sing it like it's in the trailer, though. That's, I can't sing that well. But I... Don't, you could sing like... I just think it will be a very accessible Edgar Wright movie. It feels more like a passion project because it is... Does he do really anything strange. else? Oh, other than passion projects? Yeah. That's what he does. Even Baby Driver was just him making a full-length music video. Even Ant-Man was him... Doing his passion project, and then he and even Scott Pilgrim, which was like Scott an unknown Pilgrim. graphic novel, even though I think it's his most Hollywood movie. Technically, so it's like a bad thing. or the third. Um, what's the one? World's with the, End, the pub. I think maybe that one is, is that it? one or Baby Driver is his most Hollywood. I like how we're saying which is most Hollywood. Save our Edgar Wright show. Well, we will have will one, happen, obviously. Absolutely. But I I can't wait to see it because I've been waiting so long. I'm just a little worried. It's not going to be very scary, and I think he could do better. But I don't know. Okay. okay. And what do you got for your percentage? 93%. Okay. That's pretty high. Joel, how about your number two? I really hate asking you guys about your number two. Resident Evil, welcome to Raccoon City. (laughs) 
You guys don't understand my curiosity and my anticipation. See, I get that for the fight for this, the the I, seventh eighth one in the series. You just want a new Resident Evil in a movie to watch uh, every Halloween. I just like raccoons. <laughs> Wait, Raccoon City. It's not like a, a raccoon is the mayor. It's like Pompoco, right? No, you hated Pompoco, but a whole city of them. <laughs> Anyway. Zombie Pompocos? Zombie Pompocos. Uh, no, uh, my number two pick is actually Spider-Man Home for the Holidays. It's a better title. Thank You've you. You've always been right, Joel. Uh, Spider-Man No Way Home. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Number two? This is my number two. What? Yeah. Uh, Who are we're both, you? We're both, well, I'm saying the same thing about you your pick. What is Last Night in Soho doing at your number two? Wow. So this is directed by John Watts, who did Far From Home, who did Homecoming, and it stars... Cop Car. Well... Kent, mm-hmm. what I'm saying is there's consistency. Like yeah, having few, the same director is having having direct, the same director for all three movies is something that and not still many Spider-Man from like have other high through. school movies. I agree. Yeah, yeah. And it stars Tom Holland again, uh, Zendaya, your favorite Smith, uh, and then Benedict Cumberpatch, uh, Marissa Tomei. Benedict I love that you always call him Cumberpatch. I know I do too. <laughs> Synopsis: For the first time in the cinematic history of Spider-Man, our friendly neighborhood hero is unmasked and no longer able to separate his normal life from the high stakes of being a superhero. When he asks help from Doctor Strange, the stakes become even more dangerous, forcing him to discover what it truly means to be Spider-Man. Based on the trailer and synopsis, do you think this has potential to be your favorite Tom Holland Spider-Man movie? No. Is Homecoming that high? Homecoming is that high. Okay. And I li- from I Michael like- Keaton. Yeah. Okay. He's a great. I understand. He's good. I, He's good. I liked. I liked uh, Far from Home, or excuse me, Homecoming, because it was this. Uh, okay, we already know the backstory. We're just dropping Spider-Man in the middle of the action and moving forward. Yeah, it's no one cool. cool, right? And uh, that was fine. And I enjoyed the way the story went. I, I even far from home, I enjoyed the story. Euro Trip Spider-Man was. Yeah, I liked it. I did enjoy it. Mm-hmm. And so I feel like this one has potential to be a a good movie, a one that I will enjoy. But it's not one that I'll pop in first thing and be like, I just want to watch this one today because it, I don't know. It just feels like it is dependent on a lot of other things happening. Yeah. I'm worried about Are the we fan leaving service. the spoilers out? Yes. Yep. Oh man. Yeah. We have to. Yeah. If you've seen the trailer, you know, basically what's going on. Might here. have your boy in it. Yeah. Yeah. But everyone sh- knows what I'm saying. Sh- when I say your boy, sh- your boy, <laughs> yeah, boy. Uh, so yeah, Spider-Man No Way Home, uh, it comes out December 17th. I think we're full steam ahead on this. I think. Are it, we? Are we? No, I'm pretty sure. Oh, man. Because this, Joel, we've talked about this, will probably be the biggest box office earner of the year. Mm, Fast and Furious thing still has it. F9's going to take it. Really? I think so. Huh. I don't know if December is what December is going to look like, to be honest. Right. And Fast Five has already made almost a billion dollars. I mean, it's 300 million away. Right. But that's like, you know. That's a lot that's of money. That's jump change for the cars they so, drive. So, obviously, they want to make over a billion dollars because the last one made like 1.2 billion. Mm-hmm. Do they just delay this one? Nope. Into next they summer? I think they're full steam ahead. That first week in May slot. They need they need to get this phase running. They have dragged their feet for so long. Everything else is getting pushed back. They need to get it on the ground. I think this is, I'm going to say, 78%. Okay. In honor of when Spider-Man first came out. In honor of its Rotten Tomato score. <laughs> right. Yeah. So there you go. There's my number two. All right. Honorable mentions. Honorable mentions for me, I've got, uh, I actually did put uh, the Halloween Kills. I don't know why. Because yeah, me too, actually. I, I put that on there. Well, you it, know why? It's, the first one is a quality remake. Yeah. But I right. like that it's a direct sequel, like a little direct mm-hmm. sequel that was fun, even though it's and the same super story. super bloody. Uh, I put the Kingsman, even though uh, the, the Kingsman uh, Secret Service also sequel was years. terrible. But the Kingsman is like, oh, that could be a fun, fresh new take on right. it. And then I put Cyrano. Which is an adaptation of Cyrano de Bergerac, yeah. one of my favorite plays of all time. Good, a dream role I would love to play sure. one day. Um, but I, I don't know. Younger cast, 
Yeah. Yeah, it seemed like this doesn't seem like a modern adaptation. Of everything mm-hmm. it just seems like a straightforward telling of. Oh, yeah, I saw something not about like this. a Roxanne type thing. As far as I can tell, which I like Roxanne. I think Me it's too. a fun movie. Anyway, those are the couple that I had there. I had Top, Top Gun Maverick on there as an honorable mm-hmm. mention, but since it got pushed back to next year, I don't know. It's going to be on every list we do in some form forever. Yes, uh, Kent. What about honorable honorable mentions? mentions? I have The Many Saints of Newark, which is a prequel to The Sopranos, and Sopranos is a series which I think is not in my top thirty favorite shows of all time, but it's so well done. You said not my top thirty. It's not my top thirty of like shows of all time, but it's so. It just seems like a random thing to say. It's not my top. You could could have said not my top ten. It's number (laughs) thirty-one. Obviously, this isn't in my top seventy-two movies. The the writing of that show, James Gandolfini, is so great, and his son plays him younger because James Gandolfini has passed away. Yes. Also, the Last Duel, which is another Ridley Scott movie, Mm -hmm. and this one has Ben Affleck, Matt Damon. Matt Damon, Matt Damon, Adam Driver, like the cast is really cool. And this is a medieval one. When Ridley Scott does a director's cut of a medieval movie, it's great. But when he is held down by the studio, not good. Mm-hmm. Halloween Kills, Cry Macho, which is a Clint Eastwood Clint movie. Clint Eastwood. Yeah. Lamb. <laughs> I'm so curious to see oh, Lamb. That looks weird. That looks real weird. King Richard, which I think will be Will Smith's nomination for totally. Best Actor. Or this Best is the Venus and Serena Williams yeah. dad yes. movie. Yeah. And now I know Joel's number one most anticipated movie. Of course you do. Of the year. By the way, I just looked it up. Uh, Cyrano is going to be, I think it's a musical. And uh, Peter Dinklage is starring in it. Okay. So I'm going to go first, Joel, because my movie has been mentioned. Yours has not. Okay. Dune is my number one most anticipated movie of the year. Oh, yeah. Dune. Dune. So Dune tell. Denis Villeneuve over Edgar Wright. Apparently. Denis Villeneuve. <laughs> Dune, Dune puns are happening. Dune Bono Johnson. Dune puns are happening. <laughs> Smith. Yes. Uh, her name is actually Zendaya Coleman. <gasps> Coleman really? is her last name. Are you serious? Name. I am 100% serious. I have serious. never even looked into it. Yeah. I googled I it today. I honestly thought it was Smith I, because of Zach always saying that. I, I, thought, love, I thought you knew. I love so much that she really does have a boring last name. That makes me so happy. <laughs> Zendaya Coleman. I, I am filled with I happiness. I can't believe you lied to me all this time, Zach. I love Wait, it. you believed him? You just took him for his word? Well, sure, Zendaya Smith. Smith. Why not? <laughs> I just gave her a last name because she deserved it. Yeah. So, like you guys have said, Coleman. we've already talked about this movie. This will be the most anticipated, biggest bomb this decade. <laughs> because we've been waiting for it since last December. And they've kept pushing it back this year. And it is officially, quote-unquote, coming out October 22nd. And movies, even as we speak, are being bumped a week back or three months back, kind of like mm-hmm. we talked about with Top Gun. I think this one holds to it or is delayed up until the Christmas movie weekend. Okay. Sure. But I think it comes out this year because people are seeing it. Critics are speaking very highly of it. I feel bad I put this on my monobomb. It just, you're a movie bully. <laughs> I was okay. giggling. And no, but I get it because my number one. Dune is kind of a cursed production. It is... Like an unfilmable they movie. They call it unfilmable, yet they right. keep trying. Yeah, they keep trying it because, for example, this director, Denis, wrote or co-wrote and directed this movie. So clearly there's so much passion here. Is it the right project for him? I think it's a little too ambitious for this early in his career. Maybe. But I mean, it takes... And right, I don't love Timothy Chalamet. To make this movie right, you got to have the right mix. you got to have the right spice. Oh. <laughs> but based on the trailer, which didn't show much... I'm intrigued. It and looks I, really cool. And I As remember this thing in the original movie who showed a lot. <laughs> I remember almost nothing from that 1980 movie, really? which I feel good about. I just project. remember the mayor of Portland's in it. Yeah, What's Portlandia. Yeah. What's his name? Uh, H. Dale Cooper. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He, he was, was fine. He it? doesn't have a real name. I can't remember his real name. Kyle McLaughlin. That's it. Oh, Kyle McLaughlin. <laughs> I'm glad we could remember that. <laughs> but I do believe this movie's coming out no matter what. I think it, it may be delayed. Into December, but that's it. 100%. 
I need a cool new sci-fi movie that I'll be excited about. Please be good, Dune. <laughs> I so, think it will not, it'll make $100 million tops. Yeah. But, and maybe not even that, like 97 million. But it yeah. could be a cult classic like Blade yeah, 20, totally. 29. Blade Runner is, is it was considered a box office failure. It's still it's very amazing. well regarded movie. Yes. Very good. Yeah. All right, Joel. Okay, so mine, obviously, this is a nostalgia pick from my childhood featuring some larger-than-life characters. Nothing wrong with that. Clifford the Big Red Dog. I knew you'd say Clifford. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, No, it is one that I have brought up before on Bacon Cell because it keeps getting pushed back. It's Ghostbusters Afterlife. There we go. Oh, yeah. So uh, this is directed by Jason Reitman, who is the son of Ivan Reitman, the director of the original Mm. Ghostbusters. Uh, It stars Finn Wolfhart, McKenna Grace, Paul Rudd. Bill Murray, Ernie Hudson, Sigourney Weaver, Annie Potts, like a lot of these original characters coming back. And the reason why this is my number one instead of Spider-Man, a couple different reasons. These were going back and forth. Okay. But it is, I've seen so many positive reactions. They showed it at uh, Comic-Con, was it? They showed... I think one of the film festivals, I think uh, Toronto. But they showed it. Yeah. And there was a lot of people tweeting these positive reactions, basically saying, this is the sequel I've always wanted. Because Ghostbusters 2, not great. And then nothing was made after that. I like it. Um, but this one, I feel like it's going to hit the right note of nostalgia and uh, just something new. Because you got to hit that balance. It can't be completely relying on the old jokes and the old stories. you got to come up with something new, but you don't want to completely trash the old stuff either. I think it's going to be a reverent movie to Harold Ramis. I think so, too. Yeah. It was so, supposed to come out in July of 2020, yeah. and it's been pushed back all the way to November 12th of this year. Which of anyone to be reverent to. He's the one. Well, yeah, he's and, great. And Jason Reitman, I really like, like, he's done Up in the Air, which I really liked. Uh, Thank You for Smoking, I really liked. Uh, but then Spotty Track Record after that. But I mean, he's still, he has some movies where I'm like, I, I have faith that this could be a good mm-hmm. movie. And it sounds like from all I hear, oh, by the way, a plot summary. When a single mom and her two kids arrive in a small town, they begin to discover their connection to the original Ghostbusters and the secret legacy their grandfather left behind. And it, watching the trailer, I did get the nostalgia mm-hmm. chills. And I think this could be one that... I enjoy like it. A lot of people will hate people like for being excited about that movie. Like, oh, fine. You get your wine and you get your way. This is a studio saying, hey, fans will give us money for making what they like. Mm-hmm. And then they made it. Well, but we. And, Hallelujah. And I'm, you know me. I don't like unnecessary sequels and reboots. Mm-hmm. And this one, for some reason, feels okay to me. And maybe it is because of the reverence towards the previous movie. Right. Where they're not trying to replace it. They're building on it. Mm-hmm. And I think mm. maybe why I like it. Like Jumanji. Technically yes. did the Welcome same thing. Actually, yes, Jumanji yes, yes. did right? well. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. yeah. I really like Welcome it, they, to they, they were like reverent toward the original movie and then went their own direction. Yeah. Good, good analogy, Zach. Right? I won't bully you for the rest of the episode. I've seen the movie. Zach? Yeah. Are there movies you're looking forward to? Uh, for Mine's probably Last Night in Soho is my number one. Um, I'm curious about Dune and No Time to Die. It's going to be on my list. Oh, Zach. Sure. Yeah. Wow. That was, uh, uh, did Omission. You, yeah, we both. You got after us last time, Zach, for not mentioning in the Heights. We're, Joel? There's a place for You guys him. know for a fact that without a doubt, my number one movie is West Side Story. Oh, there now you go. said made it. You completely forgot it until just now. <laughs> I literally made it my banner on Facebook, but I don't think it's coming out. You think it's going to get pushed? Yep. Awards oh, by the way, movie. Ghostbusters. I think we're going to see it. Uh, 84% in honor of 1984 when the original Ghostbusters came out. Oh, I like that. Yeah. I think first, I, I just What's get that a story comes out? You think? Because mm-hmm. it was supposed to come out Christmas of last year. Yeah. I, I'm, I'm not holding my breath. Beyond that, I think you guys have pretty decent lists, although I'm not going to watch any of Kent's movies as usual. What do you mean? You saw Green Knight and you loved it. And that's he'll the make weirdest you, movie. He'll make you go to a couple of those screenings when I won't go. Malignant. You're not going to see that? Nightmare Alley. The Matrix. 
You're not going to see the Matrix. Last hey, hey, whoa, 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 whoa. Don't just call it the Matrix. You're not going to see a Matrix. The Matrix Resurrection. <laughs> uh, Matrix. It's not the Matrix. It's a Matrix. I'm now presenting a Matrix. <laughs> Starring Albano. All right. Let us know. Zendaya if, Coleman. Let, me, let us know if you're excited for these movies that we've been talking about or the ones that we want to flop. Uh, let us know on Facebook. Let us know on Instagram. Let us know on Twitter. And let us know if you think these movies are actually going to come out this year because that's an unknown these mm-hmm. days. Kind of weird. But before we go, we'd like to give some love to our patrons, including Shannon West, our newest I'm nice. listener patron, yeah. Sean Sanquist, Plot Twist Media, Lady Terrier Finley, Just Plain Old Kyler, Jennifer Kukowski, Glow Clint Daniel, Chris Drought, Braden Winterton, Babs, Allison Gall, Alicia Bass, and Adam and Rachel Crump. And we also have our Bacon Council, which includes The Shadow, Stephen Ross, Ryan and Marley Farron, our favorite couple, The Madsons, Nicole D. Kale, a sad Vegas Golden Knights fan, but still a fan, Matt's. Chris Anderson, Her Royal Highness Jessica Terry, and Reverse Listener. Thank you so much for being patrons. We really do appreciate it. Thanks, patrons. But if you want to find me, you can find me at 76 Joel on Twitter. You can find me performing with Quickwits. They perform every Saturday night at the Midwell Performing Arts Center. For more details, go to qwcomedy.com or go to the Quickwits Facebook page. You want to find me on Twitter or Instagram. It's at Kenny3DD. If you want to read my movie reviews, it's showtimeshowdown.com. If you want to connect with me, you can do so on Twitter and Instagram at Tumbling Mustard. But more importantly, make sure you're following Bacon Sale on social media. Go ahead and like that Facebook page and stop by at Bacon Sale on Twitter and Instagram. While you're doing that, go to tpublic.com slash bacon sale where you can get yourself some merch and rep the show that we all love. tpublic.com slash bacon sale. And then if you want to support the show further, you like what's going on around here, stop by patreon.com slash bacon sale where you can uh, support the show financially. That starts at just $3 a month where you'll get a bunch of benefits, including a very, very poorly recorded uh, and bit. <laughs> Not our fault. Short episode that's only 25 minutes long. And uh, a bunch of other fun content. Joel posts a lot of his notes. There's some videos on there. We actually also recently posted a video of us going to dinner. So if that sounds interesting, <laughs> patreon.com slash bacon sale. It's a fancy dinner. We wore colors. <laughs> what are we, priests? Yes. Are we eels now? That's how you get the free meals. <laughs> yes, we went to seminary. So until next time, I give you a 92% chance that this episode is over. Hello, hello, I sound good. I freaking, I ain't faking this. Shut up and let me go. It's like a dog that is on a little scooter because it's missing a leg. You're not very good at being a dog, but I still like you. (laughs) Scooter dog. You can't do better than the scooter dog. (laughs) Save it for our weather show. Yeah. 100 minus 60 equals 40. Very good. Don't laugh. That's me. What if it flops? You're a movie bully. It's That's insider trading information, you oh, cheater. Can I not say insider trading? Well, now all of a sudden my percentage is out the window. <laughs> I don't know why I came halfway through like a weird <laughs> British accent there. I, for some reason, I cry racism. Her oh. best role, Kent, is in Zathura when she was frozen for 80% of the movie. <laughs> That's uh, mean. I, I just, I don't. You're a movie bully. <laughs> Drax back is back. Team Kevin James. How do dogs hold swords? They have paws. Blazing Years. Saddles, Blazing Samurai, and Blazing Cobbler. 
I'm acting so hard right now. Look at my emotional acting. Luda! Luda! Luda. Tell me about Mowgli's colon. So he likes his colon movies. Stop. <laughs> I'm a purist, sir. Sing is not harmless. I'm a movie bully. You're a kid bully. <laughs> you beat your kids. Uh, in theory. Like the Bono? No. Is there? A, hold on, Zach. Is there a Bono? Bono Smith? Is there multiple Bonna? Bonna? Bonai? Bonai? Bono, Bono Johnson? You're I'm a like, Joe yes. bully. <laughs> Uh, Last Night in Soho is directed by Edgar Wright. I don't know what the plot is, but I love it. This is if Midnight in Paris and Langoliers had a baby. I just gave her a last name because she deserved it. At Tumbling Mustard Coleman. And then you get a bunch of bonus.